Seconds after the explosion, there's a loud crash. I step from Bill's office doorway and onto the sales floor. I drop my lunch bag. My jaw drops, too. All of the windows facing the Jiffy Lube are blown out. Shattered glass covers all the appliances. The front row of washers has caught fire. An old beat-up van has crashed through the wall. Its front end rests on a knocked-over stacked laundry set. The van is on fire, too. Sam cowers behind the dishwasher display. His customer bleeds out on the floor. She has a large, jagged chunk of metal sticking out of her throat. The Jiffy Lube is engulfed in flames. I step farther out onto the floor. My eyes blink quickly, trying to process what I see. A helicopter has crash-landed on the Jiffy Lube. Something else inside the Jiffy Lube explodes. I duck behind the dishwasher display next to Sam. He has a slice running jagged on his cheekbones. Blood cascades down onto his dress shirt. Sam pulls off his glasses. The lenses are scratched to hell. If it weren't for his astigmatism, he'd be blind right now. Thank God for those nerd glasses. Another explosion rocks the building. What the fuck happened? Sam grabs at me. He's talking louder than normal. A face full of explosion must have messed with his hearing. I look over the dishwashers. The tail end of the helicopter reads Providence Hospital. That hospital's only a mile away. It must have had engine problems. Oh, God, all those guys are dead. Sam sticks his fingers in his ears. He works to get his hearing back. Should I lock the doors? yells Bill. What's the point? We don't have a wall right now, I yell back. Why am I yelling? I I'm not mad at Bill. My hands shake and my heart beats hard enough that I can feel my pulse on my forehead. God damn, this is the most exciting thing I've ever seen. I look around the floor and no one else is hurt. Tracy was over at her desk at the other side of the building. She's come around her desk to get a better look at the action. The poor girl has peed her pants. The front of her khakis are soaked. I look away. I don't want her to know that I saw it. I don't blame her. I'm about to unload in the back of my slacks. I pull my cell out and dial 911. The phone rings and rings. No answer. I hang up and try again. The Jiffy Lube burns. All that oil. It looks like a photo from the Gulf War. Black smoke fills the sky and lays down a thick fog on the ground around it. Some blood has gotten onto one of Sam's new shoes. He quickly rubs the blood off his leather footwear and it gets all over his hand. He shows me the blood on his hand. Like I need to clean it for him? That's when he notices his customer on the ground. The blood on his shoe came from her. Linda, are you okay? He shakes her body. I don't think she's okay. I give up on my phone and put it in my pocket. She's dead. Sam loses it. She's dead. Oh, shit! His voice cracks. He looks up at me. I nod. Yeah, Sam, no, nobody's answering at 911. Bill, get him up and get him some water. Bill snaps, too. I get up and run over to the closest fire extinguisher. My nerves are so shot it takes me a full minute to read the instructions. It only has two steps, but it's like I have never read English before. The van's engine runs like the driver has his foot all the way to the floor. Between it and the other fires going on, this place is filling up with smoke quickly. I finally master the art of the extinguisher and sprint to the closest flame. I have always wanted to do this. Shoot an extinguisher on a flame, I mean. It always looked so cool on TV. Behind me, Devin has emerged with his own fire-retardant device, and the two of us go to work. 
Even with all of the excitement and tragedy going on, I am very aware of how sexually charged this act is. And now hear me out. The flame burns so bright, so hot, and the only thing that can quench its desire and put the flame to rest is two young men shooting it with white foam. I get it. I am the gross one. If Devin and I were being filmed in slow-mo with 80s butt rock blasting, you'd see what I mean.